0: Welcome to Stacks and Stories, the podcast of the Mississippi Library Commission. I'm your host, Susan Lyles. Public libraries in Mississippi are more than just a repository of books. They are community centers offering residents of our rural state a variety of needed services. We will take you across Mississippi visiting public libraries to learn about their beginnings, how they serve their communities, and what's on the horizon. So stay tuned. and today we are coming to you from Camden, Mississippi. Uh, The library is part of the Madison County Library System and we are here with several great folks and and, uh, looks like it's going to be a great show. But first we're going to talk to um, Tanya who is the director of the library system and um, she's going to tell us all about her system and how the funding works. So welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Why right, Tanya, so tell us um, how your library system is funded and um, how how all of that works you and let us know how many libraries you have in your system
1: so the Madison County library system is a joint county city library system we have five branches they are located in Canton Madison Ridgeland Camden and Flora our headquarters being in Canton Um, our main funder is the uh, is Madison County uh, about 97% or so of our funding comes from the county. We also receive funding from the cities of, of Canton, Madison, Ridgeland, and Flora.
0: Okay, so let's go ahead and get into a little bit of history about this wonderful little branch. Um, we have Mr. Paul Griffin, who is a supervisor with Madison County, and this little library is named after you. Is that right?
2: You're Right, definitely
0: well isn't that interesting tell us how all of that came to be
2: well i just got to tell you how the library got here and then how the name came about uh by me being a boy being raised up in this area uh went to school here there was no library uh master county school i went to velma jackson the school don't have the library, back in that time, libraries. So when I came Supervisors, there was a need in the community for some type of library system. And at that time, the library director was barely hearing that thing. And she was looking at getting that, getting grants to help the library in Florida. And when I thought, well, hey, Flo we get one. Why can't to get one? And so working with Beverly, we did see there was still more state funds that we could apply for. Fast forward, we got the money from, from the state, $300,000. Uh, but there, we needed match money. Because the design and the, uh, the make of what type of library we needed here was going to cost right around $900,000. So we were short $600,000. But... There's an organization called Delta Regional Authority with some of the lawyers with the county. Uh, We look into it and say, yeah, there's a pot of money there that the state of Mississippi, Tennessee, and other states can apply for We apply for it. We call our Congressman Benny Thompson and say, hey, we need that money. And Congressman Thompson made the phone call to Delta Region Authority. So we got that money, 600 some 1000 dollars, and they built this library without any Madison County taxes have to go into it. This library is a, a, a one-stop shop where they can just about stop here and do and get anything they need.
0: Okay, so for our listeners who aren't familiar with Camden, Let's talk a little bit about this area. It's very rural, right? Yes. yes. Now, it is not an incorporated town.
2: No. Correct? No.
0: Okay, so how many folks do you think live in this area?
2: Just guessing, you know, there's a lot of folks out in the woods. Right. what you saying? 3,500 folk out no. in, in the Camden area? Okay. But you got another area that they called Farm Haven and you got one called uh uh Camron. So they all is running in there. So you might be talking about five thousand people.
0: Right. So these are all little unincorporated areas yes. out yes. here in the county. Yes. We have someone else with us today who is a very special part of this library, and that's Miss Lenny Beeman, who is the uh branch manager here at Camden. So, tell us a little bit about the patrons that you serve, Miss Beeman. Our older patrons utilize the library quite a bit because
3: the nearest town or city to us is like Carthage, Canton, or maybe Pickens, and that's at least, you know, 18 miles from our area. They come to the library. They use our fax machine. They use our copier. Oh, and let me add, maybe I shouldn't, but... I also assist them with their paperwork. I help them understand. Oh, no,
0: that's (laughs) wonderful. Are you kidding? One stop stop. shop.
3: And I have a whole bunch of them, you know, they rely on my assistance with, well, they can't understand a lot of things and they're up in age. So they'll bring their paperwork and ask me, Miss Fu, would you read this and explain it to me or help me fill this out? Those are the kind of people that we try to. Uh, service.
0: Well, that's amazing. I mean, you know, you're helping people do things that otherwise they wouldn't have somebody to help them. You and so I got to
3: know a whole bunch of them from the school where I worked at Velma Jackson.
0: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, so you used to be a school teacher? No, I was a high school secretary at Velma oh, Jackson. Oh, okay. I had some
3: of the clients when I left Velma. They followed me here. Um,
0: uh, <laughs> well, you are just serving the community so great. That's awesome. But I love it here, and I love helping people. So so what do you help people do mostly? Um, tell us some of the things that you do. Okay. A lot of them are trying to uh, email. They don't
3: know much about email. They are trying to. Uh, we had one older guy came in. He's, bless his heart, he was trying to pay a bill. But he wanted to fax the money, not the paperwork. He wanted to fax $200. And I had a parent trying to explain to him what we can't actually fax money. He said he just couldn't understand that if you could fax those papers and they could go through,
0: why well, not the, the money? money? Oh, bless his heart.
2: His own way.
0: But you me. helped him figure out I how to do out. it. He
3: said, I just can't understand. how it's you can put that paper on that machine and that paper can travel all the way through. <laughs> he wanted me to explain to him how that works. I said, oh, it is something to think about. But, uh,
0: he Times have changed, race. right? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but unfortunately we can't send cash know, money through, through the computer pants pants yet. yet. Through the <laughs> fact, <laughs> yeah. uh, so what are some other ways? Um, what about like the kids? Oh, no, the kids are
3: computer nuts. They love to stay on the computers. Well, we got a few readers, but most of our people that check out books are the older people, and we have quite a few that come in to read the paper, and they love thumbing through our magazines, and of course, you know, older people don't understand too much about a computer, so they want you to assist them with uh, trying to pull up an email and all that. Uh Uh That's daily.
0: Yeah, and and, you know... uh It's great that libraries now, in addition to providing these wonderful reading materials, are able to help folks who are not familiar with how the internet works. It's a whole new critter out there now. And to be able to help people who are not of this generation learn how to use this new technology is is wonderful for a little small community like Camden. Tell us a little bit about what sort of, of programming that. You that
1: you guys are okay. offering? So, we do um, um, youth programming uh, at Camden just like we would do youth programming at our other branches. We've just, um, we're in the middle of summer reading right now and our theme is um, a universe of stories, so it has a space theme and they've had uh, several activities um, out here uh, this summer including performers and um, we had a special week that was called nerd camp and we had a different each day there was either STEM activities or space activities and um, we had a really good crowd for that had about um, 10 to 15 kids each day come and participate in that and they got to build rockets they got to do um, just all kinds of wonderful hands-on activities that involved science and engineering but also involved reading so that's been a lot of fun we do cookouts and have activities outside or depending on the weather have activities inside so to get the whole family involved that's one of the things that we've found out here at Camden if we provide something for the entire family so that from little ones to the teenagers to mom and dad um, we do a lot of programming on Saturdays Um, We've tried to establish, like, the second Saturday of each month being a time where there's something family-oriented going on at the library. The library is really playing the role as a community center. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, We've, um, you know, that's one of the things, especially in a rural area, you know, Lenny was talking about helping people fill out paperwork or, or to understand, you know, a letter that they received in the mail. So right now we're also working with um, the circuit clerk's office to do um, voter registration. And, you know, in this area, if someone isn't registered to vote, they have to go to Canton which is, you know, 30 minutes away, yes. instead they can come to the library and fill out the paperwork and we'll actually take that paperwork to um, to the courthouse for them oh, and wow. deliver that. So we're um, trying to help with voter registration. It's the same thing during tax season. We try to make sure that they have um, have tax forms available. We print those for free. So if somebody needs something, they can come and, and take care of that. Um, we try to have those services available that otherwise they're going to have to travel into Canton, which it's not always convenient for for someone. You know, it might be that they work, and by the time they get finished with work, you know, some of those offices are closed. So if we can make it more convenient and really be that connection for them, that's um, that's an important service for especially for a rural area like this, where they don't have those city offices or those county offices that are close by. So Canton
0: is the um, county seat? Yes. Is that right? Okay. And it's about 30 minutes away then. Yes. So what do you think the um, majority of this area, is it seniors?
1: There there are, um, yeah, this is definitely an older community. there's a lot of young people too you know we have the schools in the area but um this is just one of those communities where and that's that's another thing with reaching the children is that um we find we offer after school programming but a lot of those kids a lot of the kids in the area miss out on that because they rely on transportation, bus transportation from the school home. By the time mom and dad get home and supper's made, well then the library is closed. And so that's something that we hope to bridge that gap with our new bookmobile, being able to go directly to the schools and be able to provide some of that after school programming at the school. So those kids are going to be able to take advantage of that. We've been working on that this summer, um, coming out to this area and developing those relationships we've been working with Um, the local daycare and after school program that's just down the road from the library and they can't always transport all their children here to the library but now we have a library that can go to them and so that that's been a great I have
0: to tell you I absolutely love your bookmobile
1: it is so do we (laughs) (laughs) so tell us a little bit about it and how it came about so um it's been in the works probably for two and a half years Um, it was just something we we wanted to make sure that everyone had the chance to use the library resources that are available how can we make sure people have greater access to the library what is keeping people from um, using the library and you know there are a lot of factors there sometimes it's transportation sometimes it's you know disability And sometimes it's just a reluctance. I'm not sure that I belong in the library kind of thing. Um, So we wanted to find a way to say everybody's welcome. These resources are available. It was part PR to really advertise what the library has available, but also part, and if you can't come, we're going to come to you because we want everyone to have the opportunity. So um, we sort of... In a flippant way, I said, too bad we don't have a bookmobile. But then we started looking and found out that bookmobiles are very much still alive. There are almost a 1,000 bookmobiles active in the United States. They're becoming more and more popular again because of rural areas that need the service. They need to be able to have access to that technology and to the computers and to the email and and to the Wi-Fi. So you have a computer on the bookmobile? We have um, a... Traveling, or we call it our mobile um, uh, computer lab. So it's a set of Chromebooks that we're able to take out um, with the bookmobile. We have Wi Fi on the bookmobile, and so right. we're able to right. set up uh, mobile classrooms. We can amazing. do anything from letting people check their email to doing a, a class about resumes. Um, we've been uh, going to our daily bread in Canton. Um, which is, you know, a a food kitchen, and a lot of their, um, the people who visit there, they need help doing, they need access to be able to do a job application or to learn how to do a resume. It's not something that you can do very easily on the phone. Um, And a lot of those people might be reluctant to come to the library because of their, their economic situation and their, so we go to them and we, help, we are able to set up and help them with that. So we have pretty much anything that we have in the library, we have on the, on the bookmobile and we can, it's, it's, yeah. That it's, is, so, Ms. Beeman. I bet that
0: you have been able to share information with your patrons here about the bookmobile that, you know, if your child is at the daycare, the library will be there that day you know on uh, this particular day often oh and
3: that's, we have pamphlets and uh, all sorts of information about the mobile. we got numbers that they can call for pop-ups
1: yeah yeah so that if anyone so in the area great. you know if there's a church in the area or if um if there's you know a community event going on in the area even if they're not part of our regular schedule we have built into our schedule times so where we can do pop-up events and we can show up at, at you know the farmers market or a community fair or we can show up at you know at, at the church if they're having some type of, of um, reunion or something in mm-hmm. fact we've been going to one of the area churches um on uh they have a after-school program and so um the kids have lo- and that's been one of the best things about the bookmobile is the reaction from the kids yeah, you know, we have a lot of adults who remember the bookmobile, but for the kids, this is something entirely new. They haven't seen a bookmobile in a very long time, uh, or, ha- or, or ever, because yeah. it's been, you know, 30 years since we had a bookmobile, so the whole idea is, for them, it's this new thing, and they'll get on, they're like, wow, this is so, good. <laughs> it and is. it's great to see that reaction from the young kids, as much as to see the, you know, an, an older person get on and say, I remember when. So, you know, we feel like we're building that with the younger generation right. for them to be able to say, oh, yeah, I remember the bootmobile," And we want them to have those type of memories and, and to see that. So. Well,
0: it is the cutest thing. <laughs> I am just, I'm in love with it myself. Good. And, uh, you know, it's just amazing how you guys are able to um, serve this county because um, it is a rural county. It has. Uh, it yes. is. It's a very
1: large county. We have a, you know. Then we talked about this a little earlier. You know, you mentioned Madison County, and there's sort of this um, preconceived notion of of Madison County being, you know, this. You know, it's it's Madison, it's Kent, Cam- but there's a very large rural area, a very large rural population. Right. I
0: think there's so. some misconception about yeah. um, that. It's a you know all wealthy people exactly and it is so far from the truth exactly and
1: that's um, we've tried really hard with the it's the library we want to reach everybody and so um, we've partnered for example with the Canton public Schools during the summer to be a site to receive free lunches so um, during the month of June we uh, serve free lunches um, from 11 to 12 so those with food and security can now yes, yes that so is and so it's been amazing. great War. you know we've had such a we've had a great participation with that we've coupled that with our summer reading program so the kids come they have some type of activity going on they have a chance to have a meal and take a snack with them um, because we know that for a lot of children that meal that they rec- would normally receive during the school year as lunch um, and even the breakfast that they receive, that's the food that they really rely on. And, you know, we want to make sure that they have access access to that right. during the summer as Because well. without that
0: school meal, those school meals, yeah. uh, they go they go And this area with food. Camden,
1: yeah. you know, Camden is kind of a, a food desert, yeah. really. There is no... Um, they have to go to Canton. You know, it's thirty minutes to right, their no to grocery their grocery store yeah. or a restaurant. Yeah. So, um, so that's something that that we've um, we're working on a few projects to try and address that as well. But um, this area is has a lot of of, of history. Um, we talked about this library being built in in um, two thousand five around that time. But that's the first time in sixty years that this area had. A library within their community.
0: So, Ms. Beeman, I want to ask you how, give us one example of how this library has changed someone's life. I know you've seen it. You've had to have seen someone's life be changed.
3: Well, uh, not just my person. I know we've had, when I started working, we'd have younger guys Unemployed, uh, just float around all day and basically, you know, prior to the library. But they would start coming in the library, getting on the computers, and then they would research and uh, look for jobs. And a lot of them would actually find something to do, other than because I would see them every day. And then all of a sudden, I didn't see them anymore when I'd run across and I said, Well, what happened to you? Oh, I found a job because they were in the library Uh Mm that happened more than once that's Mm -hmm.
0: awesome Mm -hmm. how wonderful that's
1: something that i think we take for granted you know it's sort of happened over time that we don't fill out paper applications Mm -hmm. anymore Mm -hmm. everything Mm -hmm. happens online and you know we sort of assume that everybody has access to be able to do that Um, you know think oh well they you know everyone has a computer everybody has internet everybody has you know at least a phone but you know it's, it's difficult to fill out a job application or do a resume on a phone you have to be able to have access to a computer and reliable internet service and not everybody has that in fact we, you know we do a survey every year of our computer users and why what are they using the computers for and and do they have um, access at home and over 50% of our computer users report that they do not have access to a computer or internet at their home, so they rely on the library to be able to provide that to them. And so, you know, it's difficult to look for a job if you don't have that access. It's difficult to apply for a job if you don't have Absolutely. that. So, um, so being able to, you know, and and the nice thing is, you know, it's impossible to to put, you know, what is the value of that? Of someone who comes in and, and gets a job and, and really changes their, their life, you know. Absolutely. Um, and able to find, you know, that. And it happens all the time. It does. In a library,
0: mm-hmm. which is, you know, I, I think that, you know, you hear folks these days say, well, why do we need a library when we have the internet? And it's just like you said, not, Probably more people don't have access than do, especially right. in our state. Yeah, type yeah. Thing. You're
1: right. Yeah, and Maybe. I, yeah, absolutely. And yep. I, I just think that that's just such a misconception that we just assume everybody has. But for a, a long time, and libraries have been that gap. And there was, I know that there was always that talk. Oh, you know, well, people have computers and people have e-readers and stuff. It's going to make libraries obsolete. And that's exactly the opposite has happened. It's made them more important and more relevant because we do fill that gap and we do make sure that those who who don't have the latest technologies in their home have access to that. And we really level that playing field and make sure that, that they have that and, and that they're not falling behind. And, right. and, so.
0: and you know, not everyone can afford to get on Amazon and order books and rent movies and all that sort of thing. And so the library
1: certainly fills that entertainment gap as well. Oh, absolutely, you know, um, you know, a lot of people say, well, I just go and buy whatever book or I just, you know, run down and, and rent whatever movie that, that I want. Well, like you said, not everybody is able to do that. Not everybody in this area the closest bookstore is an hour away. <laughs> so you know, so that's not always. Even if you have the funds to do that, it's not always uh, convenient to do that. But the library having that um, is so it's it's convenience, it's it's economics, and and that's something that you know, even if you look at um, renting from Redbox, a, a dollar for for a movie you know the n- amount of of materials that that we loan out you know dvds um you know we save the people of madison county hundreds of thousands of dollars just in one dollar movie rental fees you know because they were able to get that for free that's kind of staggering yeah Mm -hmm. and that's just on the movie so when we look at it um, we've put that sort of those numbers and we've put pencil to paper to see you know the value of our services and we have figured out that based on like the cost of what it would you know for someone to purchase a book or to rent a, a video or to have internet in their home The amount of money that is spent to fund the library the people of Madison County get about a 10 to 1 return on that tax on those taxes which is that's a hard investment to argue with so um you know because they're able to to get access to those to those books without having to purchase them or they're able to use um the computers without having to have internet service at their home and so um so that's a it's it's nice we're 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 happy to be stewards of that money and, and do great things with it. And also, they get to see Miss Beeman's sweet toast. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> come in. <laughs> she get to see all
2: yeah, that <laughs> you and graduating. know,
0: You know, and to have that resource of a librarian to help you when you mm-hmm. come into the library. And um, I just think it's amazing. And
2: In, in Massachusetts yeah. schools, so they like gave every high school student a computer. Uh, and you do your work on, but when you got the computer, when you go home, you don't, you don't have, have the internet movies. to hook up, mm-hmm. you still can't get your homework. And they bring them right so in. So I have to say, this is the location <laughs> yeah. they got
0: So That's they bring their laptops in, they and the they home sit home. here and see do their homework. homework. And then Definitely. the school during the summer for also
3: give kids summer reading books, okay? And most of the books that are on the summer reading list that the kids are supposed to read
2: well, so
1: We're right. supplying those books. Right. Uh-huh. That is Because so again, we so don't have to go
3: in that mm-hmm. Because they got kids in different grades with different reading books.
2: Definitely not called it the one stop <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. It's so great that you have this support too yeah. from the I have, to say,
1: I have to say that we have incredible support um, from our elected officials this area didn't even have a library for you know at least 60 years we were able to go back in our history and see where there was you know maybe a a reading room or a reading center back during the late 30s early 40s with the wpa but then there was no library and one of the things when we brought the bookmobile back i talked about oh you know how oh the older people are remembering you know when they were kids and they got to go on the bookmobile and how they loved it but you know one of the things, one of the saddest things, Lenny shared with me, she said, well, she remembered the bookmobile too, but she remembered that she wasn't allowed to use the bookmobile. I
2: don't remember. She wasn't
1: allowed to go on it. It was not for And so, you know, Isn't that Letting amazing. people know that, you know, the bookmobile is here and yes, you are allowed to come on it. Everybody's right. welcome. Uh, and that we want, to serve everybody, that's our purpose here. Um, so, that's been important and to build that relationship. So, um, well, you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah, you, are, you are achieving
0: that goal, that is for sure. <laughs> yeah. How many needs have we fulfilled here today in your <laughs> <company>? <laughs> Again, I just don't think people realize the value uh, of their public library um, this day and time. So,
1: I think that's true, um, but what's important and what people need to know is even if you don't need the library today, when there comes a time that you do need it, it's there. It's there. And I think a lot of people see the importance of it. Yes. Um, And I know they've done studies that people who even say they're not regular users of the library, they understand the importance of having that in their community, though, for those who do need it or for when they need it. Um, Because... You know, whatever stage of your life is, whatever your need is, um, the library is there to help.
0: Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Stacks and Stories, the podcast of the Mississippi Library Commission. And we encourage you to visit your public library all